right, hello everyone. Meteorologist Mia Montgomery here with the lovely... Meteorologist Sarah Spivey. Thank you for that lovely comment. You're very welcome. <laughs> and we are here with our next Whatever the Weather episode. I'm excited about this one because I feel like a lot of folks have been asking questions about what is this, you know, what does the winter season look like for us mm-hmm. here in San Antonio? Yeah. Especially after such a hot and dry summer, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we have an interesting thing happening this winter, which is a triple dip La Nina. Yes. And it hasn't happened all that much in recorded history. Yes. Basically, we're in a La Nina weather pattern for the third winter in a row. So we wanted to talk about that uh, and, and what it could potentially do with our weather later on down the line. Exactly. So we'll kind of just jump into the topic itself and then you know we'll talk about exactly what you just said you know what can we really expect going forward especially after what we've already seen this summer just lack of rainfall and everything like that so we can start with just what does it mean to be in this so-called triple dip Mm -hmm. la nina and so to talk about la nina we first need to understand what we call ENSO, E-N-S-O, and that essentially is a big acronym for the El Nino Southern Oscillation Cycle. And so in this ENSO cycle, you have three phases. You have El Nino, you have La Nina, and then you have ENSO Neutral, which is neither El Nino or La Nina. So basically, this cycle has to do with the temperature of the water in the Pacific Ocean and how those warm or cold waters can essentially impact and drive our weather patterns here in the United States and here in Texas is actually really fascinating. Right. So whatever happens to the ocean happens to the atmosphere. The ocean influences the atmosphere. It's a big driver of where we see patterns, the jet stream that we always talk about in the meteorological world and things like that. So during a normal winter, so we'll call this ENSO neutral, which remember is neither La Nina or El Nino, there are winds at the equator. We call those trade winds. And essentially they are blowing westward along the equator in the Pacific Ocean. And so these winds typically take an amount of warm water from South South America and they blow them across the ocean closer to the Asia area. And so when you have some of that warm water that's being transported farther to the west, something has to come up and replace that warm water at the surface. So that's when we see some colder water from the depths of the Pacific then come back up to replace that warm water that's been shoved westward. We call that process upwelling and we typically see that in hurricanes and tropical storms and stuff just because winds are churning up that water beneath them now during a la nina year those winds are stronger than usual so we're seeing a higher amount of that warm water being shoved westward so essentially more cold water is upwelling to take its place and that then pushes the jet stream which is one of the drivers of weather patterns Mm -hmm. that we see here across the united states farther north word which means for us here in the southern U.S. a lot of those systems stay north they don't really make it as far south as we would like them to especially when we've had a summer without a whole lot of beneficial rainfall Mm -hmm. so typically for us that means that we see warmer and drier than average conditions Less and cold fronts. Less cold right? fronts. Less, you know, yeah, exactly. Low pressure systems that bring a lot of rain events and things like that because they just don't travel as far south when the jet stream is pushed farther northward. So especially now that we've had three La Nina winters 
in a row, I mean, that's just warmer and drier than average conditions typically than what we would like to see, you know, back to back to back. So, of course, you know, it affects different parts of the United States differently as well. When there is La Nina conditions and the jet stream is farther northward, that's when you see those rain systems and, and cooler than average temperatures up north, like in the Pacific Northwest, because that's who's seeing more of those systems roll through. So it's important to note that, you know, according to NOAA, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, that El Nino generally occurs more frequently than La Nina. But obviously, we've known that not to be the case here yeah. over the past three years, which I think speaks volumes into how rare a triple dip La Nina can be. And so to go along with that, Sarah, we have a quote from Dr. Nielsen Gammon. Right. Dr. Nielsen Gammon is, he actually is at Texas A&M, he taught us, but he's also the state climatologist for the state of Texas. And so climatology, when we talk about climatology, we're talking about long periods of weather and averages. And so he studies these things and is an expert on these things. And the question we asked him is how will this potentially impact the nation's drought being in a third straight La Nina winter? Now, Mia, you mentioned that during La Nina, it is typically drier and warmer. Yes. So we don't get as much winter rain. Now, we don't get a ton of winter rain anyway, but we don't get enough. And every little bit of that rain from winter and spring helps us out in the summer yes. when it is very dry. And so we've had three dry winters in a row, and that is all kind of really built up. And so when asking this question to Dr. NG, Nielsen Gammon, about how it will potentially impact the nation's drought, he says, since this is only the second recorded three-year La Nina, triple dip La Nina, we don't have a lot of past history to go on. However, the impact of last year's La Nina is felt in the extended drought that still remains in place for most of Texas. Because we're starting the winter drought, dry because we have started the winter dry and because La Nina tends to lead to dry winters we're looking at a prolonged drought and as drought persists the impacts on water supplies tend to increase reservoir storage is already lower statewide than it was this time of year Canyon Lake which is a lake here in uh, south central Texas has about eight percent less water than last year and Medina Lake is sitting at just seven percent capacity the longer the drought continues, the bigger the water supply issues, end quote. And just to, we're going to show some pictures here of Medina Lake, which is at the time of this recording about 7% full. Uh, again, it goes to, Medina Lake's a reservoir, so farmers will tap into that water and things like that. It's not dry because it's dry outside. It's dry because the need of the water is greater. And so according to Dr. Nielsen Gammon, this is kind of, kind of just, you know, act like a positive feedback loop in a negative way in that we're going to have less and less rain and more and more need for extra water. Yep. And that and that makes sense like when you when you think about La Nina and all that. I mean, it is it is important to note that that doesn't mean we're not going to see any rain at all, right? That this is winter so important. like yeah. and, and it's not going to be 90 degrees outside every day. Like, yes, we still will get a couple cold snaps. We typically do find that. And yes, we will still get some rain. It's just likely at the end of the season, when we go back and we, we tally up the numbers, it likely will be warmer and drier than what we know is the average to be. That's a good point, Mia. And according to the um, 
Climate Prediction Center, the CPC, they issue these outlooks every so often, and they've issued their temperature outlook for the season of winter and their precipitation outlook. And guess what? Shocker. There is a good chance that it will be warmer than average, and there is a good chance that it will be drier than average. And when we look at their drought um, predictions as well, there is also a good chance that drought will either persist or develop or worsen. And so we're going to show you those maps as well. There's certain parts of the country that will get more rain than usual. Mia was talking about how in a La Nina year, the northern half of the United States gets more rain. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the case in their prediction and that it will be colder uh, up north and that's their prediction as well. And, and another question we get uh, about La Nina is does climate change have any impact at all? Right. And La Nina, Enso, El Nino, the neutral, th that is a very natural process in the atmosphere and in our, in the oceans. Okay. It happens naturally without the influence of human caused climate change. However, however, Climate change, I like to think of it like a, a seasoning on neutral... A little sprinkle, yeah. on yeah. natural uh, events that occur. We naturally get flooding here in south-central Texas because of where we're located, but add a little bit of warmth to the atmosphere, add a little bit of carbon dioxide to the mm -hmm. atmosphere, and that enhances that flooding. It's a similar thing when it comes to things like drought... Um, and warmth, right, from La Nina. It will exist without the influence of climate change. But with the influence of climate change, it just makes it a little bit drier or for a little bit longer and a little bit warmer. That's a good way to put it. You're right. Yeah. It's just like a little enhancement. And, and these things are very difficult to quantify because there's lots of variables. However, that is the scientific consensus among scientists. Yeah. Absolutely. And a question I get too is, Mia, when are we going to get out of this La Nina? Exactly. When is this supposed to end, right? Are we just going to see La Nina conditions forever? Well, according to NOAA, forecasters, they're, they're saying that it is likely, of course, that these La Nina conditions will persist through the winter season, so essentially through February of 2024. And then they're saying that they do predict a transition. 2023. 2023. <laughs> 2023. <laughs> I'm already a year ahead, clearly. <laughs> Sorry, February of 2023. And then they predict a transition to in-so-neutral conditions, okay. what we were talking about earlier, which is favored from February to April of 2023. Since this podcast episode was first recorded, NOAA and the Climate Prediction Center actually released an updated INSO outlook. Essentially, a return to INSO neutral conditions is still probable after this winter season, but now odds are favoring potentially El Nino development by the end of this year. And if we were to see El Nino conditions develop for us here in South Central Texas, that would mean cooler and wetter than average conditions, which is different than La Nina, which is the warmer and drier conditions. So of course we will monitor trends over the next several months and we'll keep you updated. Here we go. Yeah. All right. 
Well, again, it's just a waiting game, but here's the thing, it always changes. So at, there is going to be some point that we will go into Enso Neutral, yep. and there will be some point that we will go into El Nino. So it's just a waiting game. Uh, and the great thing is, is that South Central Texas, San Antonio, we have a lot of, we're used to drought, and so we have a lot of resources when it comes to drought. You know, the San Antonio Botanical Gardens has a great uh, program to make sure that you have water conservation plants in your backyard, you don't have water as much. So we have the tools to deal with this which is really good yes um, but great questions about la nina triple dip la nina hope this answered your questions and just a reminder that the whatever the weather podcast is also a video podcast so you can watch it you can see all those images that we we were talking about earlier the maps those kinds of things you can watch it on ksat.com and on youtube as well uh, and so uh, again we're doing a blog too a weather blog right yep and it's just a really cool way for us to kind of talk about the weather but in a more casual sense but, i mean we dive into so many different topics mm -hmm. so we have that up and we're always updating that. We're trying to do as many as we can in a given week. So Absolutely. it's really cool. So whether we're in an El Nino, an Inso Neutral, or a Triple Dip La Nina, remember to weather, weather the weather, weather whatever the weather. weather.